ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Donald Trump has been charged with trying and failing to delete CCTV evidence of farcical and allegedly criminal behaviour. We did it by the book. Perfect. Witch hunt. Now, this isn't the latest charge. He's also just been charged with a number of crimes related to his efforts to overturn the 2020 election results. Today, we're talking about the case against the former president over his interesting decision to take classified documents with him when he left the White House. How did we get here? Let's start in summer 2021. Donald Trump was sitting in his private office at one of his golf clubs. The sound of kids playing in the members' club pool was wafting in through the window. He had the top button of his shirt undone. He'd lost some weight since leaving the White House six months earlier and he was sleeping better. First of all, I'm feeling great. I don't know about you. A friendly writer was there, eager to hear his take on the Biden presidency. But Trump was in a bad mood. See, Trump had recently come across a particularly bothersome article accusing him of all sorts of things and comparing him to Adolf Hitler. No, 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 this is all completely false, he thought. Wrong. But no matter. He had the documents to clear things up. From a box, he took out a super-secretive classified document and handed it to the writer triumphantly. Handing over that piece of paper was one of the worst decisions Donald Trump has ever made, and that's saying something. Today, the story of how Donald Trump took a lot of classified documents from the White House and how it could land him in jail. I'm Matt Bevan, and this is... Hi, it. Matt. Oh, uh, hi. Hi, Yaz. Oh, uh, everyone, this is my producer, Yasmin Perry. Hi. 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 Uh, why? What, what, what are you doing? Why are you here? Well, I, I thought if people like the podcast, they might want to watch if you're listening. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. But couldn't we like do this at the end of the show? I'm doing the big thing that I do like before the theme kicks in. Yes. People, people really like it. Yes, I, I know. But, but this is important. So now you can see all the things we talk about in the podcast. And it's not just like Matt's face and his basement or although that's there as well. There's pictures and maps and charts, and we're making it to go on TV, iView, and YouTube. We put a lot of work into it, and we're really excited about it. So go check it out. It is very exciting. Um, uh, thank you, Yaz. Uh, can I do the, the, like the thing that I do now? Yes, yes. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, can you start the theme again? Thank you. Okay. I'm Matt Bevan, and this is If You're Listening, a podcast about correct document management. Being in charge of 17 of the world's largest intelligence agencies has its upsides and its downsides. The upside is you get to find out lots of very special secrets. Donald Trump loves special secrets, so this is great. But the downside is you aren't meant to tell anyone the stuff you find out. That sucks because Donald Trump loves gossiping. He leaked secret information his entire time in office, including sometimes while he was on tape. I have built a weapon system that nobody's ever had in this country before. In a series of interviews with legendary journalist Bob Woodward, Trump repeatedly divulged secret information. Nobody else has them, but I want you to treat them with respect. I, I understand. I understand. And don't say I gave them to you, okay? Okay. I 
but I think it's okay. Country rock artist Kid Rock told Fox News that Trump showed him documents in the Oval Office. We're looking at maps. I'm like, you know, I'm like, am I supposed to be like in on <laughs> This isn't necessarily illegal. Presidents have the power to declassify classified information. Meaning as long as they fill out a few forms and notify the right people, they can show and tell people pretty much whatever they like. But that doesn't mean that they own the stuff they declassify. In fact, they own very little. Even stuff presidents write down themselves, their own handwritten notes, belong to the government. And that's thanks to a law passed to stop former President Richard Nixon covering up evidence of the Watergate scandal. Well, when the president does it, that means that it is not illegal. Now you can't destroy documents. But Trump didn't really care. He reportedly would rip up documents and flush them down toilets. From 2018 onwards, White House officials realised what he was doing was illegal and began collecting up the ripped pieces of paper and taping them back together. Trump said he thought everything he wrote during his presidency was his private property and also any government document he thought was interesting. So he would pop it all into cardboard boxes. Aides would carry the boxes from the Oval Office to the residence, onto Air Force One while he was travelling, into foreign hotels while he was overseas. The boxes contained a mixture of newspapers, press photos of Trump that he'd had printed out, binders, and classified documents. Documents like these are classified for all sorts of reasons, but some of them have serious security implications. Ways that undercover agents and spies could be identified. Information about military capabilities. Invasion plans. How NASA faked the moon landing, where Elvis lives now. You know, that kind of thing. Trump felt very attached to them, like a presidential golem. He referred to the boxes of documents as my boxes. To him, these were souvenirs of his presidency to do with as he wished. This has been an incredible four years. Two days before Trump left office, his boxes were shipped to his private Florida club, Mar-a-Lago, an apricot-coloured beachside holiday destination. A luxury resort for the wealthy to relax, attend parties and dance the night away. At Mar-a-Lago, Trump is always close to the action. He loves to drop in on weddings and events in the members' club and the ballroom, so he lives in a wing right between them. Trump wants everything close by, and that includes his boxes. So initially, they were put on the stage of the white and gold ballroom for several months, while events were held there. Trump's employees debated what to do with the boxes. They thought his attachment to them was kind of crazy, referring to them as his beautiful mind boxes. Eventually, they moved some of the boxes into a bathroom off one of the suites in the members' club. Others were put in a few different storage rooms. And he showed the papers to people when it suited him. The writer I mentioned earlier, a person raising funds for his re-election. And those are just the ones that we know about. Now, while Trump was showing classified documents to people, the archivist of the United States, David Ferriero, was scratching his head. He was compiling the documents of the Trump era for the National Archives, and there were lots of them missing. He wasn't happy about this at all. Archivists don't like it when things are missing. 
check out what he said to C-SPAN. I can say that there is an investigation going on. Oh, I can hear the fury in his voice. I can say that we suspect that we don't have everything. We're still um, trying to figure out what, what we don't have. Calm down, Tiger! Anyway, the Incredible Hulk here sent some letters to Trump asking him to give back the piles of documents in his precious boxes. The letters got more and more insistent. The letters turned into subpoenas. Report to a grand jury. Trump lawyered up. He wanted to keep his boxes. He talked to his attorneys about them. He said, I don't want anybody looking. I don't want anybody looking through my boxes. I really don't. I don't want you looking through my boxes. Wouldn't it be better if we just told them that we don't have anything here? Well, look, isn't it better if there are no documents? To shut the archivist up, Trump sent him 15 boxes of documents. The archivist said that he was certain that was not all of it. Trump invited his lawyer in to review the boxes in a storage room. He had his henchmen bring all the boxes to the room, but then decided to hide half of them from his own lawyer. The henchmen carried half the boxes back out of the storage room and took them into Trump's residence. When he arrived, the lawyer found 38 classified documents in the boxes that he had access to. Trump asked, did you find anything? Is it bad? The following day, the FBI arrived to collect those documents from the storage room. They saw CCTV cameras nearby and asked if they could get those tapes. Trump, knowing that the tapes would show his henchman hiding documents from his lawyer, allegedly asked the same henchman to delete the footage. The henchman tried to do that, but failed. They couldn't find an IT guy who knew how to delete the files. So the FBI got a hold of them. They watched the Faulty Towers-esque farce shown on the tapes of boxes being shuttled back and forth in and out of this storage room and the FBI decided that enough was enough. The former US president said FBI agents raided his Mar-a-Lago home. The raid of a former president's home is unprecedented. Trump's supporters were shocked. I think it's another unjust made-up thing like the impeachment hoaxes. And top Republican Congressman Kevin McCarthy was baffled. Why wouldn't they just ask the president if they have something there that they want? He surely would have provided it to them. Well, they had asked him for 18 months. In their nine-hour raid, the FBI found 102 documents marked classified, including 17 with the highest level of classification, top secret. Trump launched a defence. They rifled through the First Lady's closet drawers and everything else, and even did a deep and ugly search of the room of my 16-year-old son. He accused the FBI of being hypocritical, particularly after it was found that President Joe Biden and former Vice President Mike Pence had both taken documents home as well. But the difference was... They either returned the documents themselves or invited FBI agents to search their houses. Trump did not. He made it clear what he thought of the people who had entered his home. The FBI and the Justice Department have become vicious monsters controlled by radical left scoundrels, lawyers and the media. In June, this all came to a head. Donald Trump was charged with 37 felony crimes. 
and then an extra few in July. I did everything right and they indicted me. Crucially, all of the charges relate to documents that were still in his house after the initial 15 boxes were sent. So if he'd just sent all the boxes straight away, there's a chance he would not have been charged. The Justice Department alleges that he willfully retained 32 highly classified documents, primarily relating to foreign countries and US military capabilities, for a year and a half. They allege that he and his henchmen conspired to hide the documents from investigators and that he and the henchmen lied to the FBI about their efforts to locate the documents the National Archives were asking for and that he and the henchmen attempted to delete CCTV footage of them hiding documents from Trump's own lawyer. Okay, so that's what he's charged with. So what's his legal defence? I mean, he can't worm out of it by disputing the facts of the case. The documents were there in his house. Instead, he's claiming that what he did was not illegal. Yes, I robbed the bank, but the money was mine anyway, so there's no crime here. That was how he defended himself in his interview with Fox News after the raid. If you're the president of the United States, you can declassify just by saying um, it's declassified, even by thinking about it, because you're sending it to Mar-a-Lago or to wherever you're sending it. So when you send it, it's declassified. We, I declassified everything. Now, this isn't true. He just made that up. You can't just think it. There is a formal process for declassifying information. But anyway, the point is that even Trump knows it's not true. How do we know that? The FBI has evidence. Let's go back to where we started. Remember, in 2021, six months after his presidency ended, when Donald Trump was relaxed, with his shirt undone, hosting a writer at one of his golf clubs? There were stories circulating that he didn't like. Specifically, he was determined to prove that he did not try to invade Iran in the final days of his presidency. And it's all bullshit. And best of all, in Trump's beautiful mind boxes, he had the proof. Isn't it amazing? I have a big pile of papers. This thing just came up. Look. While his secretary recorded the conversation for posterity, Trump flourished the proof of his innocence. This totally wins my case, you know. Mm-hmm. Except it is like highly confidential yeah. secret. <laughs> Look at this secret information. Great start. But what he said next got him into even more trouble. It proves that he knows you can't just declassify documents after you leave office. As president, I could have declassified yeah. No, I can't. All of this is on tape and will presumably be played at the trial, scheduled for next May. In my administration, I'm going to enforce all laws concerning the protection of classified information. No one will be above the law. No one will be above the law. We'll see. If You're Listening is written by me, Matt Bevan. Series producer is Yasmin Perry. We also have a YouTube show. To find us, search for ABC If You're Listening. We'll be back next Thursday. 